everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. I'm your host, Kevy the Dreamer. And today, if you do not have the pleasure of already knowing him, then allow me the pleasure of introducing you to him. I am joined by my boy, actor, creative genius, writer, <laughs> comedian, all the above. We are going to get into so much with him. I'm so excited. This is Terrence Peters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody. I can't wait to share what's inside my brain. And I'm just so humbled that Kevin had me on his show. And I'm just excited. So let's get to it. Thank you so much, Terrence. Terrence, every time I have a new guest on my show, I always start off with a couple icebreaker questions. Okay. So I'm going to just throw some kind of silly questions your way. So prepare for the unexpected. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one for you is... Who is your favorite cartoon character? Ooh, oh, jeez. Okay, I'm definitely gonna go with Naruto just because the inspiration he gave me as a kid. The first scene I've seen him, the uh, come back and save Aruka Sensei after crying after he thought Aruka Sensei hated him from the Ninetale Fox. It's just uh, his character, Justin Bolton's never quit, never give up, and never go back on your word. Don't ever break a promise. Okay, so you definitely have to tell me who you said Aruka Sensei. I, I'm gonna butcher that. You gotta tell me who that is. <laughs> so he's basically like an adopted, like Naruto's like um, a foster uncle, basically, who watched out for him, trying to keep him out of trouble because Aruka lost his parents when he was a kid. So he related to Naruto losing his parents when he was a kid, you know? So he tried to be a good mentor and, uh, so Ruka Sensei to me is like my coach Winston, uh, who kind of went the similar similar story to me. Lost my mom, lost his mom when he was uh, younger, and I lost my mom. So uh, he tried to keep me out of trouble. He was able to put his hands on me, <laughs> but it was all out of love and just to make sure that I'm a well well rounded adult. So I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> do some stuff I didn't know in there, okay? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two is if you could add anybody, and I mean anybody, no specific profession to the Mount Rushmore, who would you add to it? Wow, you are really, really asking some very, very many <laughs> questions to me. If I could add one person, no one specific, gotta be a real person? Any anything. Okay. It doesn't even have to be a real person. It doesn't have to be a president. Just whatever whatever you feel. Something that symbolizes greatness or whatever to you. Can I name two people? Yeah, absolutely. Point? Absolutely. And there's there are two people you guys obviously don't know. Um, my mentors, I'm gonna go back from what I said earlier, Winston Bell <clears throat> and Sharisa Eggleston. For me, losing my mother my freshman year, those two, they work for the school systems, but the people inside the system, they frowned upon them because they tried to help the kids that didn't have nowhere to go by showing them where to go to get food stamps, medical insurance. Um, if you needed like 20 bucks just for some food in your stomach, if, if you didn't be able to get those, they're, they're make sure you got have food, you know, and make sure you were safe. So those people put in the real work my coach once said he did something that stood out to me. He took the local kids, because he started a program where they played basketball every two days, every two days, a Tuesday and a Thursday. Then he took the local police. 
and him start playing basketball together. He wanted to put the name with a face, so he doesn't, so they just didn't see another black kid. You know, they did things to me that was selfless. You know, that they put people before them, and I'll always respect them. They'll always be the type of mother stuff. They make me go. You know, and I feel bad when I don't do the things that I know they instilled and they showed me. I love it. I love it. All yeah. right. My final question for you is, and I feel like I might have an idea of what this is, but I still okay. wanted to ask, do you, or not do you have, what is your favorite anime series? Okay. Even though Naruto is my favorite char character, okay, it is not my favorite anime series. Okay. Okay. You know, it would definitely go I would literally either choose is between Black Clover and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Even the either those two to me now, Full Metal Ed. Oh my gosh, damn it! It's <laughs> 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 so everything Roy Mustang. Every they're just the characters, the women characters, freaking um um. Izumi and um, uh, Major Armstrong. Major Armstrong, you don't met no powers, just a sword. You don't mess with her, right? She <laughs> is effing you up, like for real. And she's so tough and so cool. Like, recommend both those shows. Okay, okay. All righty. Well, we are going to get into why we're here. Not that those aren't great points. Icebreakers were done. We are done with icebreakers. Okay, okay. I'll feel loose. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those are good icebreakers. Definitely wanted to loosen you up a little bit, but I, <laughs> I want to talk about your love for acting and just you as a person. Okay. Um, my first question for you is, when did you first realize that you wanted to be an actor? So that was a little later in my life. You know, I always knew I was going to do some type of entertainment because I was just, you know, like class clown and you know, just naturally just wanted to entertain just from watching You Live in Color back in the day. I was like, oh, that seems fun, but never realized, never knew how to reach that, reach those, uh, reach that avenue, didn't know where to go. So uh, two years ago, when I did my first commercial, Old Spice, <laughs> uh, through Sale of Talent, because I got an email because COVID was going on and they were doing a virtual uh, auditions, so you didn't have to go through. So I was like, you know what, let me try it. Funny thing is, I wasn't going to actually uh, do the audition. I was working late, and they needed it by 10. I was like, I'm off at 8, and, you know, it was a long drive back home. And I was like, oh, whatever. So I finished the, so I did I did there. Uh, it's like 100 people, and I'm like 80th. And I finally do my Old Spice commercial, and I did it with so much energy, and it was just so raw and fun, and I ripped my shirt off, and I was like... And uh, smelling like a mod, you know, it was, it was just, it was, uh, it was super fun and thrilling. That day, when the person in Aaron Raj, he emailed me and said, "Hey, Holly, one of the owners of Seattle Talent, wants you to do a second audition." So I was like, "Okay." The funny thing about Aaron Raj, this is crazy how life works. Universe, alien, God, same person, different name. I don't know what anybody believes in, but he. I told him, I said, look, I don't care about, like, California agents, you know. I wanted, I wanted people to know that I'm from Washington. This is where I'm from, Federal Way, man. He said, you're from Federal Way? He said, what school did you go to? I said, Todd Beamer. He said, you're lying, dude. He said, I went to Todd Beamer. He's two years older than me, 
Wow. He's best. He was. He's best friends with my best. One of my best friends, Evan Cook, who I um, showed him a, a or gave him a, gave him opportunity. Showed him an opportunity we could uh, help kids at the. It's called the Multi Service Center in Federal They do a lot of resources, a lot of programs, a lot of mentoring for kids. And once I called Evan, I got the uh, I got the okay. Like, oh, this is not a scam. This is legit. You know what I'm saying? Because two and two went together. That was my reality. Like, oh, this ain't no scam. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real. You know what I mean? So, um, once that happened, it just clicked. I just knew it was just going to be a matter of time and I just got to put in the work and just follow, um, follow my path. So that's when I realized that I was meant to like act and I was meant to entertain. Okay. So yeah. this started for you about two years ago. Definitely. 28. Okay. Okay. All right. So you did an Old Spice commercial. Yes. And... What I love, what I'm getting from that, from you telling that story, is showing your personality, giving it energy, not just the typical machismo like buff do, but just being who you are. Yes. So I love that. So would you say that you have always in your life, like you said that you have always known that you wanted to be an entertainment, so you, there's always been something in you that loved acting and loved entertainment entertaining the arts things like that so you've kind of always had the love there so what would you say made you fall in love with acting was it just going out there and doing it was there some was it seeing somebody that you admired on camera or somebody in your life that you knew it was actually before i left for imta okay the first classmate i met Shout out Dino Gonzalez, aka Mr. Montezanti, the real Italian. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he does his act, he got an alter personality, you know. <laughs> we did a, he wanted me to do a, a dialogue with him from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Uncle Phil and Will Smith, you know, uh, his dad leaving. Why don't you want me, man? Yes, you know, that, yes. That episode. Yes. Um, I don't know if I want to start tearing up because I love this guy. Uh, we start, and I look at him, you know. Sorry, this is when I just got back from IMTA, you know? So I'm on a whole, like, I'm feeling super good. Like, I'm, like, all over, I'm, like, high my ego and just, like, just the confidence I had, have, had from, received from that. So he did something I've never seen someone do when I acted with anybody. Because you got to get emotional for that. You got to be ready to cry, you know? You know, he, he, he's, he, I, I, he, like, he's, he's okay with me sharing this. He calls his dad because his dad wasn't a good person in his life, you know, which, you know, I, most people probably can relate to that. And he goes, I'm letting you know that, uh, you know, I'm about to do this scene and it's because you were a piece of, you know, S to me, you know. Mm -hmm. This guy comes in, teared, water ready to go. Mm -hmm. Roll that. And I'm telling you, when I've never, it takes it takes a lot for someone to make me be like, am I on this dude's level? That was the first day when I was like, he makes me want to really do this shit. Period. Wow. To reach certain levels. To be that, again, he's a professional. He's an amateur, but he's really a professional. He just doesn't get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And to see him never to just do classes like me and never had go to a never been in a drama club or anything like that, you know what I mean? 
and to see this man, sorry you guys, to see this man, guys, you, you tell, I got so much respect for this guy. <laughs> and to see him do that, changed my life. I want to be able to make people feel like he made me feel that day. Like, damn. That's acting. Wow. That's powerful. It was. He actually caught up his, his dad, who he really connected with in real life who he, I'm trying to say it right, who he, that scene made him feel the way that he felt with his father. Yeah. And that inspired his, wow, that's, wow. That takes method acting to a whole new level. Wow. So how did you, you said his name is Dino, so shout out out to (laughs) Dino. Um, Gonzalez, baby. (laughs) So you, you met him through Seattle Talent. Yeah, okay. my first commercial acting class. Too. Okay, okay, okay. That's awesome. So you you were <laughs> from you were from Seattle, Washington. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Better way, better way to be exact. You know? okay. okay, I say Seattle because people always say the capital. Got it, got it. Seattle. Okay, got it, got it. Kevin, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that just that took me to a place because it it's is. just so <laughs> it's just so powerful and it's. As actors, as creatives, as entertainers, that's that's why you do, that's why we do what we do because you want people to feel something. You want to inspire people. You want to create something powerful that touches people. So that's just that's just such a beautiful thing. Um, and like you said, like to to quote or not to quote, but to label somebody as a. a quote-unquote professional that is professional acting you're just not getting paid for it you know because that that's phenomenal that's inspiring like a lot of people would be afraid to do that I would be afraid to do that you know um I can identify with that because I didn't have the best relationship with my father growing up and when he was still living you know that would be something that probably could bring out that side of me and to bring out that kind of performance um so wow, that's just that's crazy. Let's get ourselves together, <laughs> right? Let's get back to what we do in here. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you know, yes, what this man does me. Please look him up. That's, Dino, that's, Dino Gonzalez. That's what life's all about, though. Those those powerful bonds and those relationships, brotherhoods that bring out the best in you and inspire you and create a powerful bond and just a powerful just not even just in work but in life just that that beautiful um relationship that allows you to i don't even know how to quite put it into words that's just what life is about building those powerful relationships that when you need somebody to call on or when you need guidance yes that's important so that's beautiful so you know with what you've shared with me already and with just what i know from you and and what you have shared with your first commercial you're just a very funny and happy-go-lucky guy and that's very powerful that's very inspiring um what would you say is your inspiration in life what would you say inspires that is that kind of like something that you have made your mission statement in life to be happy to like is that a choice that you make or is that just naturally who you are or you know um is that something that you're working on, you know? Because it, it, it's easy for life to come in and to kind of take that away. And I think every day you have to make a choice to kind of 
put the bullshit beside you sometimes mm-hmm. and to not let it take over. So what would you say is something that keeps you going on a high note and to just keep going towards your dreams and keeping that positivity and that, you know, that just that happiness and that that silliness going that is so that is so captivating and so contagious. Dang, um, first off, thank you. That was absolutely. Wow. That's a, <laughs> you and Dino are getting to my like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, it's a multitude of things. It's it has something to do with when my mom was alive. She took care of the neighborhood. She would always cook. She always, you know, just openly give people food. She didn't want people to buy a meal. My mom cooked home food. She just did it just because it was a good, right thing to do, right? And my mom protected me from a lot of things, you know. Like, I was a kid. I didn't even know my mom's real name for crying out loud. So I was probably like 10 years old, you know, like maybe even 12. Sorry, guilty because, you know, it's my mom's, you know. It's mama. You know, mama, mama bear. Uh, <laughs> and besides all that, what really, get, what really makes me just want to smile at everybody every day because a lot of people, even though all the shit I've been through, a lot of people, I know what I needed was just someone to just, that's what my coach wants is for me to just smile. Tell me it'll be all right. So I like to share that energy. Don't I don't want to be a dick, you know? And there's a lot of things, especially in this world, to me, greed's one of them, but that's another thing. I feel like being human is, and knowing humans, we're here, I'm stuck on this planet. Let's treat each other with respect. And don't, just like an actor, or just like your job, you check your emotions at the door. So, you know, so no matter what's going on, you don't affect someone, you don't put that energy on someone else because you don't know what that person's going through. Never put, that's not okay to me, you know? Because somebody, I lost a lot of people where, sorry, not a lot, two people in high school from bullying and, you know, the internet, people are joking because, you know, they're going to, this girl's going to, I'm not going to say her name, just for respect, going to take some pills and, uh, People were making jokes on MySpace at the time, and you know she offed herself. And I remember I came in school one day, and I uh, and I seen her crying. And I was like, "What's going on?" And she was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Don't listen to them. They're stupid." I gave her a hug. You know, you guys might get emotional, especially with people in a connection because I have empathy. Sometimes tears will come out. You know, you're human. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I transferred schools, and I found out she did that, and then uh, it broke my heart too. So that day, I was just like, you know what? just gotta be you never know what's going through that's so beautiful and I really appreciate that you as a man are okay with a supporting people that it may be like you showing your emotions and you're not afraid to you know because a lot of people may a lot of men may see that as like I can't be soft you know can I say something absolutely absolutely this is the whole thing why I love acting. This is why I love uh, Living Color back in the day. These most actors these days that call themselves actors, they're not. They're they're afraid to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They always want to be the cool guy. Mm-hmm. I'm here to just make content. I'm just a guy. You know what I mean? Like everybody, you know. Side note: I love in Living Color. I love that you you said that. <laughs> now. That's God telling me mention in Living Color because I love in Living Color. And to your point that you just said. It makes me think of like men that weren't afraid to be vulnerable. I mean, fucking Jamie Foxx and, and, <laughs> and right, 
Jamie Foxx and Damon Wayans put on dresses and didn't give a fuck, fuck. and are men. Under black creator, too. So this whole stigma of, like, yes. oh, the, the yes. I, I hate to go there, but the white man yes. trying to put yes. you in a dress. Mm-hmm. Those guys did it, and they it wasn't no white dude, dude. Right. It was Keenan Wayans. It's man. being creative. It's being creative. And, yeah, it's being creative and, and creating, creating humor and just being funny and making people laugh. And, you know... I've told you this before. I tell a lot of people this. <laughs> me and my mom, we we quote this to this day. When we when we don't like something, we say hey to this. <laughs> we say that all the time. And what I love about it is my mom is a white woman, so that makes me laugh even more. Hey to this. Two snaps and a rewind. So I love funny. it. I love it. That was so funny. <laughs> love it. And and something that I was also going to say to the earlier point that I made that even more than just being a man that will stand up for somebody in that moment is I appreciate that you are a man that will you're comfortable being vulnerable and you're not afraid to let your tears show because we're human. It's okay for a man to cry. You know, especially Seriously. for especially Seriously. for a black man to cry. Seriously. There's so in our society and you know, our community a lot of times black people will try to make it as if black men are not allowed to cry and that's that's so toxic. That is that it's so fucked up. Breathe. You have to let that shit out. That shit gets heavy. So yeah. Just I just really appreciate that. Um so you made a segue to something that I really want to talk about and I love that you're open and you're comfortable talking about it. Um, yes. I really do want to. I want to talk about your mother. Um, okay. I, I can, I can sense that she was a wonderful person. Just you know, I I, I know that a lot of things in our lives. Um, what? Well, sorry. Sometimes I get a little tongue tied with what I'm trying to say. A lot of people that I meet in my life, I realize that what wonderful people they are and how strong they are. It comes from their parenting. It comes from the parents that they have, and. You know, I've made I've met a lot of people, you know, later in life, like you and a lot of our fellow alums from IMTA that, you know, they may not have their parents. And those people, I can just sense the light. Um, so, you know, we've we've already discussed on this episode as well. You know, my fa- excuse me, my father's not here. So, um, but you said that you lost your mother at a young age. And, you know, my heart goes out to you because I... I can't imagine um, being young and dealing with a loss like that. Like, me and my mom are just, we're so tight. And she is, I mean, any, you know, any man especially, like, it's a different type of bond with you and your mother. So I just would love to hear about your mother. I would just love to hear the lessons that you've learned and just how that affected you and, and how you were carrying on her legacy. Thank you again. Mm-hmm. And... So, oh man, this one is actually, so Dino, since I talk about my mom a lot, and I got a lot of good memories popping in my head as you were speaking, so mm-hmm. this one's going to be easier to talk about than the, uh, the, the acting moment. For, at this point, right okay. now, at this moment, maybe okay. if it's a different day, it'll be harder, but yeah. right now, this will be easier because I think I got the crying out first, so <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, so, my mom, I'm going to give you guys a real personal story. Right. What's her name, by the way? Felicia Ann Dotson. Felicia. Okay. Miss Felicia Ann Dotson. Tara, give me some water. But uh, <laughs> her, you'd be down five, five blocks away. Tara, give me some water. You go ahead. <laughs> Running there, give me some water. 
But, uh, <laughs> so, when I was about 13 years old, this is, this is how much I love my mom. First of all, I never wanted to break my mom's trust. I played basketball. I always trying to get as good as my cousin. So if I told my mom, hey, I'm going to go to the park and play some basketball, she knew that's what I was doing. I wasn't out chasing no girls. I wasn't out trying to, I wasn't doing any of that. Like, I was a strict sports guy. Like, I was like, my mom puts in hours of job. I got to freaking practice for hours, you know what I'm saying? Try to pay it back. You know, any kid, you know, be thinking, right? Um, funny, uh, I don't know, Comcast. When Comcast, you know, was, yeah. was the thing. Uh-huh. This is a personal story, you guys, so... I was a kid, you know, puberty, let's just say that. Let's just say I ordered some movies that I shouldn't have ordered on Comcast, <laughs> right? So about a month passed, and then my mom driving me back from basketball practice, right? This is how my mom was just so funny. She was like, because I told her, I was like, that's not me. I was like, hell no, it's not me. She was like, well, this day, she was like, I called Comcast, and they traced the box. <laughs> and it was coming from your room. I was like, mom, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She was like, psych, reverse psychology. I didn't call Tom Pass. <laughs> I kid you not. That's what my oh, mom shit. did, yo. Oh, and she was like, shit. look, kid. She was basically like this, because I didn't have a dad. So she was like, look, man, oh, you're breaking me. All right? One. You do one. You know, that's how, that's what my mom, you know what I'm saying? My final Christmas with my mom. Oh. This is my, my final Christmas story with my mom. We didn't have Christmas in it this year. And uh, for some reason, we just didn't have it. I don't remember what the reason was, but we didn't have Christmas today. And, sorry, it was New Year's Day. We didn't have New Year's food. So we all went out as a family, the cousins, the family, mm-hmm. the sisters. You know, I got four sisters, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think we go to a Jack in the Box. We go to some restaurant that's open. It's like Jack in the Box, some of the fast food joint goes open. And uh, we're on the table, you know. I'm uh, I'm, eight, I'm, eight, I'm in eighth grade and shit. And, you know, my cousin Aaron's a little cool. He's a freshman. And, you know, we're all talking about, like, who lost their virginity, right? And my sister's like, wait, oh, yeah, Terrence is not a virgin. I know he's not a virgin. And then uh, my mom, and I'm acting all cool like, yeah, you know, you know your boy. <laughs> my mother, literally, literally, I kid you not, looks me dead in the face, looks my sisters dead in the face, uncles and everybody around there said, not my baby. My baby's a little virgin. <laughs> she knew. It was the weirdest. Sh- it was weird. Oh, my God. But I can understand how she knew hindsight. Because every time when I would go out and do something, I was doing the right thing. Right. Period. And you could tell from when I was playing in the games, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's just some of the funny things my mother... Mama's always know. Ma- <laughs> it's the weird... It was they the weirdest moment. Mm-hmm. And when I tell mm-hmm. my sisters the stories these days, they be, they're be they like, damn, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah. And all you guys were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I was going to say it. Yeah, y'all, you know, they get, you know, your boy. <laughs> nah, I was getting no play. But my mom, basically, she was a really good woman. Oh. She had her own issues, but... um. Yeah. But from protecting me, raising me, she did a very good job. Only thing I would say, Mom, stop. when she showed poop, when we would go to my basketball games and my team was doing warm-ups, it's like, Mom, come on, I'm trying to at least get there before a warm-up. You know? <laughs> it was like, you're late. You know? Other than that, she was good. She was good. Uh, Miss Felicia, yep, rest, Miss rest Felicia. in peace, queen. I, I love that. Straight I love up. It. I love it. Some funny stories there. You get you pulled some stuff out of me, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew you got your comedy from somewhere. It always, yeah. it always comes from something. I love, <laughs> I love it. So you know, I have to say, here on Cultivation with Kevy, 
I, I mean, just me as a person, I'm somebody that I love to hear people's stories. I love to just hear what is it that makes you tick? What is it that you have learned in your life? What is it that, you know, us talking as actors, us talking as artists, what, you know, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. And if you can be vulnerable, what is it that you have gone through that was hard? Um, and what did you learn from it? So for me, I just love to hear people's stories. And if people are open to it, you know, like with you just sharing about your mother um, and being so young and losing her, um, you know, I just love to hear how did you overcome it and what did you learn from it? So if you could share with me, and it doesn't even just have to be, you know, I don't want to just touch on your mom because I know that that's a sensitive subject, but just life in general, just, you know, the trials and tribulations of being a working actor and pursuing this dream living here in LA um, what can you share with me that has been your inspiration to continue on this path to just be creative and just to keep going when it gets hard and just maybe some quotes or maybe some um, people that you look up to like you said that it's a lot but the sum it all up being a black man especially listening to a few recent, I would say, mentors that are in their 60s and them explaining that they've seen black-only, white-only films. That when they marched, people, you gotta really realize what I'm about to say here. When they marched, it was easy for them to march because they didn't have anything. They were already sleeping with rats. They were already sleeping with roaches. They were already shoveling sh crap for jobs. They, their blood literally made it so we made it this easy but for some reason my generation we feel like this is it they did a good thing they separate field brothers from house brothers and the house brothers are sorry to say this Jay-Z's the LeBron's back in the day when you had the wealth when you had the king of when it started you took care of the village you made sure they were okay you made sure they didn't have homes over their head so my inspiration is I just don't accept how I don't accept the I don't accept how we got tricked and not to helping people, you know, helping us. And now it's not just a black thing, it's helping all people because all people are suffering. And I believe that the dollar and politics in politics has to stop. And I'm either going to die on my sword. Uh, sorry, I'm either going to live. I'm either going to die as a, live as a slave or die trying to change something. Period. And I hope everybody really understand what I'm saying. This wasn't 900 years ago. My mentor is 62. And he understands the effects and how it happened to make this stuff where people, you, he told me something very, he said, Black Lives Matter. He said, it's okay if we marched, but when LeBron and them and Jay-Z start marching with us, that's when we see real change. And that's what I wanna get those guys to see. If they can't see it, then hell, we're not making what you guys support, best believe, it's for homes for people. Here, and that's it. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> that is powerful. I really appreciate you saying that. 
because you know just to reiterate your point you just said that your mentor is 62 that's my father's age mm -hmm. it wasn't that long ago you know we hear that a lot well you know that was back then no it's happening mm -hmm. now you know it's not it's not removed from us you know some of our parents some of our i mean some of us that are blessed to still have our grandparents live through those times Seriously. um and and the biggest point that i heard you make that is so true is we don't have the mindset anymore to help people and like you said it's not just it's not just within our black community it's we we people in general america we we have a mentality where it's you know you get rich and it's it's just greed like you've said you know throughout this whole episode three lambos yeah do you know what you could do with just one of those Absolutely. you could go you could go to a game and be like hey look i'm gonna spread all this eight hundred thousand equally put all them guns in the street and we're gonna build this we're gonna you could literally change someone's whole neighborhood if you just even if they want to keep their money and just buy literally 50 mcdonald's don't take profit from those and just all that profit goes to the 20 25 bucks for the workers and all that goes to the the rent for the land that starts the apartments in the in the, in the homes but no one ever wants to talk about that because all this we're human we need basic people need basic human necessities that's a roof over their head and that's a vehicle some form of transportation because all you guys know is you know somebody out there that's stuck in their own little bubble and they can't really see anything so their mind can't even change because they're still they're focused on that little thing, you know. What's that quote? You, they can't see the forest beyond the trees. trees. Yeah, it's crazy. Evan, oh man, jeez, I like this. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Thank you so much. I want to know if you have any projects coming up that you are willing to talk about. I know that we've had personal conversations about okay, some of your ideas. So if you if you want to talk about them or if you want to protect them because they're your babies, I get it. But I want to, I just want to know what you got what you got cooking, sir. Okay, okay, okay. So first, I got booked for a Nike Jordan commercial uh, on the 16th. So I'll be leaving the 15th on Thursday. That's coming up. And I'm very excited because this Congratulations. company. Thank you, thank yes, you, yes. thank you. This company reached out to me personally, so after this, I am pretty. I am hoping for the best that this is going to really uh, start my career moving into the way I want, direction I wanted to go. And also, I am a music artist too. I am working on an album as we speak, and let's just say. It'll be ten million. You'll be waiting ten million years for another guy like me. Just say that. Okay. I know that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy to hear it. Do you have anything else that you want to share with anybody or everybody? Everybody. Me, everybody listening. Kevin the Dreamer is really a remarkable man. Not only does he inspire me, he's a man of his word, and if he can't do something. He'll tell you and communicate with you, which is a big thing to me. Communication rules a nation, and it's hard to find people like that, especially today. So uh, everybody out there, please continue to watch. My man's got great content, great questions, great knowledge, and he has great people, obviously, like me, you know what I'm saying, to um, <laughs> entertain you as well. So keep pushing. Don't ever give up, and don't go, don't go back on your word. No, short, no shortcuts to be doing Okage. That's it.
<laughs> Thank you so much. I did not expect you to say anything about me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I really appreciate no, it. I, I'm so honored to have you here with me. Um, I love to just share people that I personally know that are just dope people that are doing dope creative things. It doesn't even have to be creative, but I special, you know, shout out to my creatives out there. Um, but I just love to just share people that are pursuing their dreams and just are good people and have a mindset to want to make the world a better place like myself. Um, I just kind of feel, I just kind of feel led right now to just encourage anybody, um, that is going through something right now or just having a hard time. I just want to say, believe in yourself. Um, you know, me, myself, I definitely, Terrence as well, we know how hard it gets and just keep going just keep going whenever it gets really unbearable and it just feels like nothing is going your way and it just feels like you know you you just can't see a way out that's when that's when you least expect it something big is coming i'm kind of talking to myself right now actually um you never know what people are going through so i just want to encourage people out there to just not give up and to just if you can't believe in yourself, just believe that somebody out there believes in you and cares about you. And that person just may be me. Even if I don't know you, I yeah. still believe in you. I still love you. There's nothing you can do about it. And I just thank you for listening. Um, Terrence, please share with people where we can follow you and support oh. you. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Terrence Dominique Peters. I'm the guy with the yellow hat. And also, uh, yeah, that, that's just that that's that's it. I just do basically mainly IG, you know, better, better for me. And I'm about to start a YouTube channel because I do make my own skits. I'm going back home to Seattle actually to make a couple skits with my boy, my boy Dino Gonzalez. So you guys, please be looking out for me and follow me on IG if you need any information, any life tips. I'm here for you. Yes, Terrence is a very dope editor. He has he's taught himself so much. He has taught me as as well a lot, but he is self-taught. Um, so when he actually, you know, really is doing this thing and you know, and everything just is going in motion, it's just gonna be very impressive to see because he's already taught himself, self-taught so much. So be be on the lookout for his content. Um yeah, this has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, I just appreciate you. Thank you. God bless. Take care. Thank you.